How's it going, Mary Contrary? Oh, it's good, Starfish. How are you today? You know, having a day with electronics and stuff. I think something's in the air. I don't know. Russia. Let's just say it. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, well, we've we've put together a bonus episode today because I'm sure that there's a lot of people out there right now. It's the springtime and we're all wanting to get, you know, into the summertime of fun, like enjoying our backyards. Woo! enjoying our houses right working on some of those projects that we've put off over the winter months um so i wanted to talk a little bit about you know like home maintenance today because a lot of people i feel like they end up getting stuck in doing things that are like unnecessary or they get ripped off by certain companies for certain services um so i just wanted to kind of clear some of that up today great Great. So my family's the kind who we wait till it's broken and then we fix it. We don't, we don't maintenance. We're not great at it. So that's probably not great. Either. Well, yes and no. I mean, I think that's how most people nowadays live because we're forced to with everything that's happening in the world and our stagnant wages. Right. So, right. um, but anyway, like if you're lucky enough nowadays to own a property or own a house, um, I, I just wanted to talk uh, like uh, on some few things that could help avoid some disasters as we go along from personal experience oh. as well. So, Ooh, yeah. fun. so I'm going to start with the heating system. <laughs> 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 so um, I, I don't know if like people out there, you know, cause you always want to make sure that you're changing your, your filters regularly. Right. Like that's like the number one thing to keep your heating unit going and your air quality good. So, um, I bought into these, I I forget what they're called, but they're a certain type of metal filter. Like they look real heavy duty, like they'll last forever. And all you have to do is spray them off. Well, the thing is I used that for, I think it was like a couple years like I was using it and I'm like, oh, this is great. I don't have to like throw those away because I'm I don't like throwing stuff in the trash. You know, like I have an issue with that. With the right. Wastefulness. Right. For the yeah. environment. Yeah. So, yeah. so yeah. anyway, I was using this thing and what ended up happening was um, it was so dense that it put a lot of strain on the heating unit, like the fan and everything. Oh, so it actually blew crap. the fan motor out out of my furnace yeah yeah so that that really cost a pretty penny and i you know i went with one of those big companies that you should probably never use by the way um because they have such a huge overhead they make their customers pay like twice of what it should be you know Mm. so i always recommend if you can you know try to find a real local company for your hvac needs like find some local guys don't go with the big companies because i feel like they're just there to either rip you off and tell you that you need to you know we've all heard the term oh you need to get a new furnace and this is gonna break and you know they 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 pitch people like that too and you know unfortunately a lot of people they don't know any better because they don't know anything about their furnace and cooling system so they listen to these people and then they end up spending like thousands of dollars unnecessarily when quite honestly, like if you just have it looked at, you know, every, every year or two, you know, just have someone come out. Like it's, it's usually like an, around 80 bucks to have someone come out and inspect your stuff. 
um, just to make sure that everything's working correctly. Like they'll test, you know, that the temperatures reach, it's reaching the appropriate temperatures and all that. And like it, and just getting those cheap filters and just, you know, once every quarter or once every month, whatever, however, you know, if you have a lot of pets, you might have to replace the filter more often, but, um, all that kind of stuff is just things that you can do. And, and a lot of times when I have these like small town companies come out, they, they'll show me how to do stuff too. Like, so then I can, if you, if you're more of like a DIY type of person, like then they can show you how to do certain things. Like they showed me how to clean the flame sensor. Cause I, I had issues (laughs) with that. And all you have to do is just get some sandpaper and clean it off every other year. And that, wow. you know, cause it was just not, uh, kicking on like it should. Cause the, the flame sensor was kind of, it had a lot of, uh, debris on it. Debris. Yeah. yeah. So it makes yeah. sense. Like just little stuff like that. Um, <laughs> you know, and honestly I just had them clean out my furnace and my air ducts. And I asked both of the companies, cause I use the smaller guys, like how often do you need to do that? Right. Cause everyone always wants to know. And I would say like, they were telling me like the vent guys, they said every, you know, they know that I have four dogs, which is a lot. Um, they said probably every like three years that you hmm. would do the vents of the house. And cause I was thinking it was like yearly. Um, and it's expensive to do that. You know, they do charge <laughs> like it's around 700 bucks or more to do like, depending on the size of your house. That's how much mine was, but it's kind of a lot, you know, to do that. Um, yeah, I was thinking like, Every 10 years. I know, right? Well, and some people do that. Some people don't even do that at all. You know, like it just, but I feel like if you, if you want your systems to work, you know, and last, um, I think those are things that you should pay attention to. And if you want good air quality, if you have a lot of allergies, it's probably a good idea to, you know, clean the vents fairly regularly. And then the furnace itself, um, I've seen a lot of these big time companies, they charge like a ton of money to clean the, out the furnace because they take the whole thing apart and clean it. Some of them will charge like a hundred or twelve hundred dollars for that. Um, and the Jeez. small guy company that I paid was like it it was like seven hundred, so it was almost half the cost um, hmm. to clean that. And they said to do that. Now that's one that you would do every um, like. I think he was saying like five to 10 years, like the furnace. He's like, it's, it should be good. How, how much does the furnace cost? Now that, that too is something to th- keep in mind. I think it depends on the unit. Um, I believe they're anywhere from like 2000 to like 10,000 depending. And how long do they last? Um, you know, usually they last like 15 to 20 years. Some of them last longer than that. I feel like if I, I feel like if I did the math on this, that, the Jerry Rigway, you're maybe not getting as clean of air, but you're probably spending. I mean, I don't spend any money on my furnace. The only thing I ever do is change the filter. And I barely even do that because I only do that because <laughs> right. one time I it wasn't working. And I called somebody, one of the big guys, by the way, they came over and the guy was like, oh, you just need to change your filter. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Yeah, he, he was nice. He didn't charge me money. So that was that was really nice of him. But, you know, that's the only thing I do because it won't physically work if you yeah. don't. Yeah, it'll clog so. up. So um, and stop working. So, yeah, you definitely. I mean, that's like the bare minimum of what you want to do with an HVAC system. And then, you know, if you have air conditioning or or lucky enough to have that, you just go spray it off in the fall, like the outside to keep all the debris off. 
But like mm. usually those companies, they'll come out, they'll clean your air conditioning unit and the furnace at the same time for that price. You know, they put, they do like well, an acid nice. bath. And I mean, it's a, it's a good thing to do just to keep your equipment, you know, running so that you don't have to spend like thousands fixing a dead motor or replace <laughs> yeah. the entire unit, which is a lot, a lot more. So I just feel like, you know, with stuff like that, it's, it's just a good idea to like you know have it checked every so often it's not something that you have to do like all the time but you know it's just something that could save you money in the long run just from my personal experience with that and then of course like you always want to check all your plumbing fixtures and make sure that those are like okay because a lot of the you know when i moved into my house a lot of them were old um the main shutoff valve to the house didn't even shut the water off all the way we found out so hmm. during a leak yeah scary so it's like you gotta just you know inspect those things and if it's like you know more than 20 years old maybe you want to look at saving up to replace that part and find like a uh you know local plumber not like the big companies again because they just want to come in and make as much money as they can off of you um and just you know just little tiny things like that you know just pick like what i like to do is i pick like one or two projects a year that I work on like little home improvement projects. Like I'll, you know, I, I, uh, upgraded my electrical box last year, you know, and just replaced all my old outlets that have been in the house for 40 years. Um, you know, just stuff like that. It's just like little tiny projects. And a lot of them are for safety too. You know, like all the plumbing stuff that I did, that's all. So preventing flooding, um, you know, preventing electrical fire hazard issues. Um, you know, just like little so, stuff like that that you can do. How much do you set aside every year um, for this? You know, it depends on the project. Some years are less than others. Like last year, it was like uh, it was like six hundred bucks for what I had him replace like a fan and do some outlet and electrical box work. Um, so, so you don't say at the beginning of the year, I'm I'm only going to spend like a thousand dollars or whatever. Right. Like I just pick like what I would do is just pick like a one if you can like one small project or maybe even two small projects or one small project and one big project maybe you know just like try huh. to budget for that. Just and this is just so that like you can avoid expenses later. And I mean I I have to admit I'm probably more anal than most people are. <laughs> with like maintenance imagine that so well like i said in my family we sort of wait till they br- wait till it breaks i mean uh my mom's septic system broke and she had you know they had to dig it all out it was horrible but you know she it got it fixed eventually she's gonna have to fix her roof um but then she went to refire house and they wouldn't let her because her roof was outdated so she had to put the money towards right. it you know so it's just like, it's like a not planning version, right, yeah. you know, it's more like a uh, crap, uh, where are we going to scrape together this, you know, 20 grand all of a sudden kind of problem. And oftentimes it means, you know, borrowing or right. something, but sometimes you just work, we just work extra hours, we go pick up shifts or whatever, um, I'm thinking not of me, but of my family, because I have families who work in the trades. That's the other thing. It's like my, you know, father-in-law is in construction or in HVAC and my brother-in-law is in plumbing. And my even my grandfather and my dad, they grew up in construction and my brother's in construction. So I don't know. I've always known people. I, I'll just call them up 
and be like, hey, can you come fix this? And, you know, they're not, some of them are professionals and some of them just do it because they don't want to, they refuse to pay somebody else. (laughs) But yeah, that's like the struggle, you know, when you grow up with that kind of family and that kind of way of doing it, like we could hardly ever get, you know, our families to maintenance their own things because that's what they do all day, you know, so then it was just never in our minds to even do that. But as I've gotten older, I've tried to rely on them less, Yeah. Um, you know, because they, because they don't do it every day. And um, I don't know. Right. Yeah. So, you know, and it's, it's like up to your personal preference. But I mean, just me personally, I just go through a list of things that I do. So another thing that I'll do is a lot of people don't know this one, or they don't do this one um, is flushing your water heater once a year. And you can do this yourself. I mean, there's YouTube videos, you can watch and do it yourself if you want. Um, I'm just not a type of person that likes to play with gas. So I usually Hmm. have my plumber come out annually. And what he does is he'll drain the water heater. And the reason we do that is to prevent the buildup of all the calcium and stuff Mm -hmm. in there to make them last longer is basically what you're doing. Mm. You're just draining out all the water and then just flushing it out once a year. It's like, that's all you kind of need to do. And like, he'll inspect it and make sure there's no leaks or anything. So it's always a good thing to do. And then while he's doing that, he flushes out my sewer line, you know, cause a lot of houses that are older, like I would say like 40 years or more, like 30 to 40 years old, um, they were still switching over from like cast iron piping, mm-hmm. which is not the greatest, mm-hmm. you know, cause it causes like, yeah, root systems get into those and like just cause problems. And then you, d- you don't want sewage backing up into your basement. Trust me. That's exactly yeah. what happened. Yeah. That's exactly yeah. what happened. Yeah. So it was terrible. Yeah. It's, it's really like something you can avoid, you know? So I make, like he said, cause I called one of those big companies and of course they're like, oh, you need to replace this. It's going to be $10,000. And my plumber's like, I could probably get your line to go for at least another 20 to 25 years, just cleaning it once a year, you know, just putting wow. a brush through it and cleaning it out while you're doing your water heater flush. So it's just very, it just makes it convenient and easy to do stuff like that. You know, it's, it doesn't cost a ton of money. It's just little maintenancey things that like you hope that caught, you know, don't cause disaster in your home basically. Right. Right. So. Right. It's just little stuff like that, you know, just you don't have to like spend a, sh- a ton of time doing this stuff or anything. Um, and, o- and honestly, I talked to my insurance agent. So ro- speaking of roof stuff. So she told me, um, I think after a certain period of time, I want to say it's like seven to eight years into having, let's say, your roof redone. They actually start charging you more for homeowners insurance because of the roof's age. Um, which is totally dumb. Right. Um, right. So I need the money to replace the roof. Now I got to pay you more. Right. (laughs) So it's like, it sucks, but that's kind of how homeowners insurance works. So what she recommended, she's like, I have a couple of roofers we work with. If there's any like, um, weather damage to your roof and they can determine that, then, then you're like, we'll cover it, but you'll have to pay your deductible. So Uh. you have to be careful you know, what type of homeowner's insurance you have too, because like that can burn you as well with certain things, you know? So it, I, I think it's like the world's, it kind of feels that way. Really. It's like, you got to do, think about all these things. So now I'm like, well, what am I, you know, I don't really want to get the roof inspected right now. Cause it's like hail seasons coming up here. So, um, I'm, 
Yeah, just pray for a really bad hailstorm, and then you can just right. call and be like, okay, here's $1,000, replace all of my roof now that it's been damaged. So, yeah, right. It's cheaper than twenty five grand they quoted right? us. So it's just like, it's just kind of crazy stuff, you know? So it's like, you want to inspect your roof probably in the fall, you know, just to see what, what the damage is or what, what you need to do. So it's just crazy. We should... We should make like a, a list of things to check so that, you know, we can avoid of the cost, the extra cost. I know, because like, it's like, once you are like, and I'm going to say this because it's true, privileged enough to buy a house in this in this yeah. current world, um, then it's like you, on top of it, have to look out for getting ripped off by other stuff, you know? Like, I... Right, right. I had a tree trimmer disaster happen at my house, starfish, Um I hired this guy to come trim my trees because, you know, that's another thing, too. It's like if you have big trees by your house, like you want to make sure. Yeah, this is a good one. So we have to we have to talk about. <laughs> no, it's just the, it's the way you're saying it. Trim. He came to trim your trees. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, he did. All right. But, um, but like because I didn't want, you know, the trees to fall on my house in a windstorm or something to happen. Um Right. Or somebody else's right, so house. I, I picked these like kind of shady guys off of the this website, and they show up and they they're like out there cussing up a storm, you know, and just like making a mess out of my backyard. And it was like two to three hours into this, and he comes around the the front of the house and he's like, "Oh well, I'm sorry, but we're gonna have to leave for today." And I'm like, "Why?" And he's like, "Well, my friend, he has like a a brain injury." And I was thinking, like, he hurt himself on my property, which is, like, a whole nother ball game, right? Right. And I guess he had, like, a previous, like, TBI. And so I was like, okay. And so then I go back there and look at, like, their work, and it's, like, total mess. Like, I'm like, there's no way I want – I even want Ugh. them to come back. So yeah. I called them, and I was like, all right – I'm going to pay you for the three hours that you were here, but I do not want you to come back and like touch anything. Hmm. Cause it was like a total mess. He's like, well, we, we took some of the debris away and I'm like, yeah, that's nice. You know, I'll pay you for that. And then that's it. And then I found out later he wasn't licensed, which is another issue. So that Ooh, like, you want right. to avoid that, make sure they show you their certificates. Cause like if, if they get hurt on your property, then it's on you as the homeowner. It's right. not on them. So that's like another shady thing I've noticed too with like hiring. That is so shady. Extra people. I know. I finally just found a normal tree company that like I'm totally happy with now. Like they've know what they're doing. So, but like it's just stuff like that, you know, that you just have to constantly be on the lookout for when it when you're working with like these third party people too. Like cuz it's very it's very yeah. easy to get ripped off and scammed by them too. Yeah. You know, yeah. they'll overcharge or they'll, you know, only do like half the work and charge you full price. Like you just have to be very vigilant on who you're hiring for this kind of stuff. Especially, of course, women. Oh, yeah. Like know. they're going to take advantage of you, you know, yeah. especially old women for some reason. Like, you know, they love to just overcharge them for stupid stuff because they don't want to because they're more vulnerable, I guess. Right. Right. So, right. It's so I know. So up. it's just like, you know, these little certain things that we think we don't think about every day that you know will end up costing you quite a bit in the long run so it's like you just got to make sure you find your people and it, it takes me multiple quotes 
most of the time and and multiple tries to find the right people like i hired this like crappy landscaping company and they just like totally did a crappy job and charged me way too much money like the plants Mm. that they put in that i wanted them to put in they all died they were like oh my goodness a lot of money too like they were expensive plants they were like i don't know 70 80 bucks for a plant so it just kind of sucks when you know (laughs) you're paying these people to fix something and then it ends up being worse so i have a sister who a sister-in-law who does horticulture too she has a degree so I just got lucky with the trades in my family. Well, see, <laughs> see, you have all the people now. You can have them come over and do your heating system. They can do your landscaping totally. starfish. Like you, they've already been do- yeah. helping me and for free. You know, like my, for free. They do. They do it for free because they love me. If I just, you know, I'll. I don't know. Like your the heating is the best one to have because that one goes out on a whim. Right. Yeah. But um, I think in that way I feel a little bit lucky or. I mean, not privileged necessarily. That's uh, interesting, you know, like that word. But I don't know. I think it's like, oh, I just call somebody up. If I need a new car, we just like put the word out and somebody will find a car for me. (laughs) It always happens. I just like somebody will just go find a nice, good used car. I've never had to find a car in my life like once, I think. Yeah, I know. Um it's like my husband's friends are really good at finding cars. My brother and well, when before my dad passed, he used to be really great. He just they just see him around town and they're like, "Hey, that's a good deal." And then they can check him out. I've never, I think I've had a lemon like once, right? You know, and it was the one I picked out at a freaking car dealership. That was the worst one. So you know, total BS. Car dealerships. I know, right? Yeah, that's a whole nother, you know, I'm sure that's a whole nother bunch of episodes we can talk about. Oh, yes. Oh, I think we should definitely talk about that one. I think we have some other um, fun bonus episodes coming up about other things. But I do want to um, do a little bit of a plug for um, a story in the future that I want to talk about, about a mechanics, because oh, yeah. my family's mechanic. And um, that one is near and dear to my heart. So some advice there and some way to avoid scams. Oh, yeah. So absolutely thanks for the great house the homeowners Homeowners tips tips. yeah Yeah, so just be careful i just recommend people just find you know smaller companies to work with um get two or three quotes at least anytime you have anything done you know just so you're you can see the different price i know it's a pain in the butt but it's totally worth it i do it all the time and a lot of times honestly like i find i have found and maybe this is just the region that i'm in but if I go out and do look at Google and Yelp reviews a lot, you can tell what kind of a company it's going to be. I was going to say, that's a really helpful tool, yeah. too. I mean, I go and read the worst of the worst because they can pay people to give them good reviews. So go read the right. worst reviews you can find and see if they have like a pattern. In yeah. Them. Oh, yeah. You know, it's like consistently doesn't finish work or something like that. The other thing I recommend is um, asking around. You know, you if you go to uh, somebody you do trust, a mechanic you trust or somebody you do trust and say, hey, I know you're busy or what can I do you have anybody else or do you have a friend who does this other thing like one time somebody recommended me to a mechanic they were the best mechanic ever you know yeah so um asking your friends on Facebook or whatever asking around because that is um that's the way I found a lot of good people too who for 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 my family members who don't have (laughs) those traits you know I have to go outside sometimes so yeah anyway all right okay 
Good luck with all your spring household needs, everyone. Yes, good luck. (laughs) Thanks, everyone, for listening to Real Talk. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen. We look forward to having you on our next one.